Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of Gay Side Stories with Trillificent, bringing you some LGBT news and discussion we can all relate to because we are all just ordinary people. You guys can check out GaySideStories.com for more information. Uh, interact with me on social media. I'm at GaySideStories on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. TheGaySideStories.tumblr.com. And you can email me at GaySideStories at gmail.com. Make sure if you're not already, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher, whichever you prefer. Prefer. Ooh, can't talk. Um, side note, I have had a couple of shots, so... My words may not get along with me today. And you know what? We're just going to rock with it. Um, make sure you guys also rate on iTunes five stars, please. Leave some comments on SoundCloud. And also make sure you are sharing this podcast with others. So this week, I have my first guest. I'm excited about it. My brother from another mother. Uh, he actually is the one who did the new logo. So uh, that was very nice of him. And it looks spectacular, if I do say so myself. He is, I've talked about him before on the show, Naj. Uh, he also goes by Chartreuse Disaster. So, hey, Naj. Hey. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, There ain't much to me, really. I just type fast all day and occasionally. Come on, Kia. Come on, Kia. <laughs> Shout out to Kia from Getting Grown. We just um, all type very fast. That's just what we do. I, yeah, I type fast most of the day. And every now and then I'll have a creative breakthrough, which brought you the new graphics for this show. Um, other than that, hey. I just spend my life in traffic in New York City. And whew, that's about it. Listen. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for being here. Uh, it's exciting having my first guest. So with oh, that, can I just say, say I feel like that intro is definitely something from a Tank song. I don't know that it is, but I just can hear Tank hooping and hollering all, all across that track. <laughs> but uh, I digress. I don't remember. I'd have to look. Um, the intro. Shout out to Ace Dizzy Flow, uh, or I guess he's underscore now. Uh, underscore ace dizzy flow on twitter uh he did that intro for me and i i knew at the time but this was like three months ago so but now that you mentioned it with the way that he did it slowed down yeah i, I mean but you know i don't fuck with tank because salamander looking bitch fuck him yeah, anyway but um oh yeah i definitely um i don't pay attention to things so yes shout out to can we say his real name Jeremy, yeah. yeah. Okay, shout out to so. Jeremy, yeah. I, that's how I know people. So I just yeah. refer to them and to the names that I know them. But yeah, he did a good yeah. job on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to you, Jeremy. Um, all right, let's move on to the school and life segment. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> our favorite song. Shout out to Nikki and Beyonce, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, duh. Of course. Um, so my school in life this week was actually budgeting. As you guys have heard uh, from last week's episode, I recently have rejoined the uh, ranks of the working American. I have a new jobs. So with that comes a lot of budgeting. Now, I'm already very uh, what's the word anal about my finances. Like I track my <laughs> shit to the pit. Um, I've had instances where, listen, I don't. I don't I don't play those games. I had somebody go on a two hundred dollar date on my dime. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? I'm going to need to know every penny that's coming in. And especially 
every penny that's going out. Oh so yeah, I, I remember. Have, I think I remember that. Yeah, you're in. You have every right. I wish I could be that diligent with my funds, but you know, so I have a very complex spreadsheet <laughs> where I track. You know, I have how much I'm gonna make. I have how much I'm gonna spend. I have all my bills. I have a column for my monthly expenses, so I don't forget them every month. It's very, very elaborate, but it helps keep me on track, especially now because not only am I trying to be on track. But I'm trying to actually still play catch up. So there's a lot of things that, you know, some financial commitments, you know, some people emailing me and and be like, hey, girl, um, are you still at such and such? Even like, look, if I ain't got it, I ain't got it. I don't know why you keep asking me. I mean, it's not going to magically materialize. But now I'm in a position where I just came, you know, I need to get my shit together. So I've really been putting a lot of effort into my, you know, resurrecting my budget. You know, it's uh, it is a chore. But again, you know, I feel like I I have no choice but to be very responsible with my funds, Um, especially with all the lessons that I've learned from being unemployed. I'm like, I really need to keep track of it and be very aware of how much money I'm spending every month and saving and all of those good things. So that was really what I was doing uh, for the most. uh, And it's really how I got through the week. Um, Secondly, uh, shout out to everybody that is out enjoying splash weekend in Houston this weekend. Um, I've only been out for splash once and it was a mess of the hottest variety. Oh, the Uh, memories of splash. (laughs) I've only been twice, and I lived in Houston for a while, but I've only been, yeah, twice, and hot mess both times. So, yeah, Yeah. shout out to y'all for for that, with the jellyfish on Galveston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Galveston is, like, all of them, you know what, we're not even going to get into Galveston. Yeah, we should digress. (laughs) The only thing I had about Splash is I, I actually looked up the website and I was just curious. I'm like, why are they using so many pictures of straight niggas on the flyers? Like, there what are do you tons. Mean, wait, clarify that because I, how do, how, what do you mean? Are they using like celebrity photos or like. They're using like quote unquote public figures. Uh... Um, but some of the guys I follow on like Instagram and I'm like, I know this nigga ain't gay. Like, does he know y'all using his pictures? <laughs> Like, oh, you know, so but I'm like, I'm just like all but of the niggas that would love to take all of the willingly would love, and you wouldn't even have to pay them. You would not. But all, that's how like, shit gets the promo started. is enough. The promo is enough and let them get to the club for free. So the fact that yeah. y'all are using a bunch of like unsuspecting s- problems, allegedly, right? Allegedly straight or, uh, because it's a lot of like, you know, guys that have a big following for like fitness and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you do you you have a nice body and you do one photo shoot and then every motherfucker think that they can take your picture and put it on a flyer. And I'm just right. like, I, I just hope that they know, like if it were me, I would not want people just randomly put my shit on a flyer right. that and I have now, no if idea. They ran him a, if they ran these these guys a check for these, right. for these photos. Sure. But I mean. I'm not. But, I won't sit and be slanderous and say that they didn't. But I mean, but even if they did, again, there are. It's a gay event. There are tons of gay niggas right, out here with nice checks bodies. To the people who are actually going to attend this event, right? And why not keep those come. funds? Right. Why not keep those funds within the community? I don't understand why you would do that. But you know what? 
do what you want to do. You've already done it, obviously. So, but yeah, right. so that was right. it. Good luck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so this week we are not going to have a Trill Mind segment. Instead, we're going to introduce something new. Uh, Naj has agreed to, or actually suggested and agreed to do a special playlist for the show called Sounds of the Stories. So I think what we're going to do is maybe once a month or really however often Naj feels like he, he will come back <laughs> on the show <laughs> I mean, because, hey, it could be six months. Who knows? Life. He'll come back on the show. He'll talk about the the playlist that he's done and, and this monthly music segment. So with that being said, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it and give us uh, your take on the playlist that you've done. Well, I mean, I just I think about how I consume music and. I've, I listen to not only this podcast, but others, but, and I'm always like creating a soundtrack for, I guess, the theme of whatever I'm, I'm consuming at the time. And for, for this show, I wanted to put something together that really went along with a lot of the stories that we discuss, um, not just on this show, but in the community in general. And then I also wanted to just kind of put um put music to the feelings and the thoughts that come along with those stories um one of the artists featured on the playlist is Kalani which I discovered a couple of weeks ago during a snowstorm in New York and her album um Sweet Sexy Savage has a lot of songs about just kind of getting over those weird times in your life where you were dealing with a uh, talking about uh kalani yeah is that how you say it yeah 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 Yeah, just getting over those stupid ass situations where you're dating a nigga that really just don't care about you um you know you're going to you're going through different things where people say oh well bitch you can't do that or you can't or just you know not really you're just i I think she sings a lot about just kind of overcoming a lot of the struggles that she's dealt with throughout her life mm-hmm. and, and it's universal exactly yeah, we can all relate to it right and i think it was universe i think it's universal just to you know everything that everybody deals with but i wanted to kind of impart that into this playlist because a lot of the songs kind of have in some cases like a old school 90s feel to them but then they also have a lot of like modern themes and music but just the way she sings alone is amazing she she really you can i feel a lot of what she's singing when i listen to her her music um aside from that a lot of just a lot of new artists i like to i love discovering new music i love discovering new Mm -hmm. artists and across any and every genre from EDM to rock to soul, R&B and everything that really falls in between. So you'll hear some Tom Mish, which is one of my favorite artists. Um, he's a guy from from the UK. Um, he, play, he's a, he plays the guitar and has this really soulful sound. Um, a lot of his work is featured there. And they're just new things that I'll listen to along the way that I feel like I want to share with you guys. So every time we we get together here i can talk about who's new um who just released something 
that I think everybody would love that may not be as mainstream as as they should. But mm-hmm. I I think it's really just a me- and it's not really just music that I'm I'm pulling out of thin air. Um, it's kind of a collaborative effort between the both of us, just listening to what we think is good and what we what we think goes along with the theme of the show. Yes, indeed. Now, I did listen to what you have so far. I think there's what five tracks. Yeah. Um, I really liked the first one. What was the name? Nikki. Uh, oh, you know I'm bad with names. I'm bad with names too. Let me um, oh, let me look her up. Because I, you know, of course, I should have the playlist in front of me, <laughs> being that I'm currently discussing it on a recorded right. podcast. But either way, um, we will we will make it. We will fake it until we make it. Right. I also like the Scissor song, and I liked the uh, oh Shining remix that Tory Lanez. I've I've heard the name Tory Lanez, but I I honestly had Same. no idea who and that was. Like they played, but I like a that. lot of him up in New York, but. Um, of course. I heard, of course, but I, um, I heard that and I'm like, I'm, I've heard Tory Lanez and I've never really sat, I've never really like paid attention to his music, but that was certainly one of the ones, one of the tracks that I was surprised to actually enjoy. Um, Nikki Hayes. Um, there we go. Who sings? Chance I was going to say Nikki Reed, but I think that's like the girl from Happily Ever After. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Um, I don't know. My brain is. I don't know. We we gonna make it. We gonna make it. We gonna I make was it. pleasantly surprised that I listened to the playlist and it was very like it was good. You know, obviously I wish it was longer, but that will come in time. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? This is not full of auntie jams because I just, I, so, you know. Wait a, no, minute. Okay, wait a minute. No, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's pause because my friends, let me just say not just you. Auntie Naj. Yeah. I I mean, my nickname is Doris within my inner circle. So if you see if you see me on the street, don't call me Doris. But um it's not cute. My my close friends call me Doris and every time they get into my car. Either it's Auntie Jam. You feel like you are on your way to a family <laughs> reunion. I feel, yeah. I'm, and I'm no. Be... To be even more specific, you feel like you're at their family reunion, and you're at that point where it's getting into the evening, like five or six o'clock, and all the kids are tired because they've been running in the heat, and so now the aunties are like, "It's my time!" and they jump up and they're ready to dance right before they start playing the old school music, like. And somebody Johnny breaks Taylor out a bottle of Alizé. <laughs> exactly. You know, grandma over there, she rocking and she bobbing her head. And oh the kids are over there like, I what is like, you. I was, that's what I was expecting. So when I heard this, especially that Tory Lane song, I was like, what? Nosh? I was like, hold on, let me text it. Is this the same Nosh? Have you been kidnapped? <laughs> Is there a ransom? Because surely this is not the same Doris that I know. Oh now, funny God. story about that. Uh, Naj and I, we actually come up with a different name for each other every time we address each other. I don't know why we do that, but um, it's just Doris it's honestly, is the default. It's honestly just the thing that I've, I, you probably just got it from me because I do this with all of my, um, all of my male friends, no matter mm-hmm. who they are, straight, gay, whatever. I call them, I will just address them with a different auntie name every time. <laughs> 
So, hey, Bernice, you know, in a text or whatever. I don't even know if it's auntie. I think they're more like grandmama, like Medea those, names. Those, just those, you know, those 40-plus names. That's what we're going to call them. They're 40 Because when you bust out with Gertrude, I'm like, well, that ain't no auntie. That's definitely your grandmama making the damn sweet potato pie and shit. Yeah, Gertrude is, my, it, is my godmother's name, so that's probably why I use it so much. <laughs> But now that we are so severely off topic, um, so, you know, a little bit about that playlist, you guys, the link will be obviously on the website and will be in the description of the show. Um, they'll also be I'll post it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook regularly so you guys can check that out. And as I probably hit the like button or whatever it's called on SoundCloud, that will automatically post on twitter as well so you guys make sure that you keep up with that feel free to tweet me or uh Naj directly about some songs that you like or i guess if you have some suggestions um i think that this is an amazing idea because like you were saying you know music is such a vital part of life but i feel like gay men in particular like take music so serious especially female singers mm-hmm. so, and we can all probably relate to an album or a song or maybe just an artist that really captures a time in our lives that we relate to and that music helps us process so i really like this idea i'm looking forward to getting on soundcloud myself and trying to find some new stuff uh, and adding to it and getting your feedback on that as well so, with that being said, let's move on to the main topic. So, this week, we are going to discuss dim apps, hashtag. Um, and you know what dim apps are. We're talking about, obviously, Jacked. We're talking about A4A, Grinder, and all of those good things. Um, so, we're just going to tell you guys some stories. Or maybe she we still forget it. I, is she still with us? Like, is she I still amongst the living? Let me open up this good browser in front of me and find out <laughs> because it's I can't. T- mm. Mm. I wouldn't even. I don't even I know mean, what to type. Listen, B. Oh shit, I don't know. I think it was BGC Live at one point. Yes, that's what it was. And I was like, "What's live about it?" <laughs> because this is all bad. <laughs> like this is. Oh my god! It is still with us. And wow, it I'm should be. To- it should probably be BGC Zombie by now. Like it should be. It has certainly been dead. resurrected. Exactly. Um, so let's start this off with. Uh, we're gonna do just some little pet peeves. What I like to call grinder my gears. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're ready for this? As ready as I'm gonna be. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one is when somebody hits you up and they have no pictures, like zero pictures. And they're asking you for more pictures. Hey, what's up? Send me some more pictures. And I'm like, who the fuck is this ghost asking me for more photographs of me, my own self? A setup. Why? Why are you doing this? Like, are you are like, are you about to scam somebody? Do you need a good picture so that you can make a photo, like a fake ID? Why are you asking me for more pictures and you can see at least one of me? And I usually I usually use a clear face picture because I don't have time for that nonsense. Right. So I'm trying to figure out what what is going on in your little head or, you know, probably I would say the big head, but more than likely the little head. Yeah. What is going on where you're like, how are you? I don't understand that asking for more when you're not offering anything like you are not a child. It's not some please uh, some more like you. You need it's a give and take relationship. I don't I don't get that. 
very fucking annoying. Um, the next one is when somebody hits you up with some pictures that they stole from somebody on Instagram or Tumblr. And for me, it's usually somebody I either follow or somebody that I may have smashed. Um, and I'm just looking like, so what is the end game here? What do you, what, what are you hoping to achieve by using these stolen pictures? Like in, in the year of our Lord, and savior rupaul we are still catfishing and i don't understand that what is the end game what are you getting out of catfishing please help me understand right like it's and it's gotten to the point like things are so bad on these apps where even jacked is like like they i think they had that uh that campaign where they were like don't be a jacked hole <laughs> like stop being bitches on here and be nice to people like it's not that serious for y'all to be doing all this extra Oh, yeah. But more specifically to the point, the catfishing, like just and and you use pictures of popular people. Like, why would you take a picture of somebody that has like 70,000 followers on Instagram? I see, what I kind of like sense does that make? We talked about this with the splash thing. Like, right. Y'all, that may be just like a common theme where people love just using, you know, false advertising. But I'm. But again. But what? What do you get when you false advertise? Not you get. Thing. You, you get, get disgruntled. Exactly. You. You get. I was told by Apple Care. That's what you get. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand. Anyway, so the next one is, and this we're still on pictures because that is a running theme. When they hit you up and they have a picture of like some shoes or a car, some weed, some jewelry, or a meme. And not only that, but then they act like that it's a picture of them right. and that you should be engaging with them as if you can actually see who you're talking to. And I'm like, this stock photo of some Jordans, I don't know who this is. This picture of some rolled up weed, I don't understand why you have this on here in the first place, but do you. But why are you acting like this is something that I'm supposed to be able to relate to and and have an open dialogue with? Right. It's like, oh, well, how was your day? I don't know, weed picture. How was yours? Like, what the fuck? Um, the next one, oh, <laughs> I just recently saw this. Um, when they're being extra as hell and how they say no fats and no films. Something to the effect of I saw something on somebody's profile and they were like, you know, the gravitational pull of Mother Earth tends to lead me in the direction of the aesthetically gifted. And I was like, bitch. Or no, my no fats and no films. My favorite is always when they're like, "Oh, if I wanted a woman, I could get one." Are you sure, girl? Are you sure? Are you sure you're not a woman? Like, I just it's so extra. But I'm like, y'all are so extra. It's like most of us know what you're saying. Just because you throw right. a bunch of big words and try to make it sound poetic, that doesn't mean that you're not still saying no fats and no films. Right, like, and you're being completely. You're being completely shallow in some sense. I mean, right. you know, I'm trying to package it as as a nice packet. Like right. when I unwrap the bow, it's still shallow. Like, come on, you're not fooling anybody. Right. All right. So the next one is when they hit you up and they answer the question, how are you with horny or they answer the question, what's up with you? Which I don't under I don't know what that means. If if I say what's up or sup or how are you or whatever, and the response is you, what does that mean? Someone, please tell me what does that mean? I don't get it. I don't either. I have I, like I've really sat and I'm like, what does this mean? 
And whenever I ask, what does that mean? Then they say you. What does what? 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 Help. 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 Actually, just don't. Just, just, just actually, stop. Let's yeah, just I don't not. Need help. Just let's, let's do, not even do it. Abort. Abort mission. Let's just disengage. Um, and the last one for now, anyway, is when they think it's cute or they think it's funny, and you know, heaven forbid that they're actually serious. But mm. when they think it's cute to ask you why you're not cooking for them or why didn't you invite them somewhere to eat, and you've barely exchanged like five messages. Like, I don't get that. You'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to breakfast. Without me? Where's my I'm invite? I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you? Right. I've actually fallen for that before. And I told somebody I was cooking. And they were like, when are you going to cook for me? And I was like, next week. <laughs> and I actually wow. did it. <laughs> wow. I was, yeah, so, no, I was see, so stupid. Maybe if I could actually cook that, but I, you know... I, I, I'm i just like, I don't even like cooking for me. So, but beyond that, like, if I don't know you. Right. Like, that's like, that's not a, for me, that's not a way to, and I'm just like, maybe if you had exchanged some messages and you found out that the person likes to cook or that they cooked often, if they're one of those people that cooks every day, I could see you being like, oh, ha ha, you know, when you going to cook for me? But if the first message is, hey, hey. No, so, actually, so, quite frankly, I think a better response is, oh, that sounds great. We should cook together one day. I feel right. like that's far smoother. Right. Or even if you just say, can you cook? What do you like to cook? What right. foods do you like to Make eat? It like at least engage before you trying to get something for yourself. And like I said, you know, at first I used to think that people just thought that that's just like a funny joke. But I've come to realize that some of y'all niggas actually are serious. Like y'all actually are looking for a meal. And I'm just like, like, are you hungry? Like. Are you are you unable to to feed yourself? What is going on? Why are oh, you on Jack? I don't even want to talk about the story that I know of somebody that I know that somebody that I know told them about how they would go on dates just to get a meal. But we'll we'll keep on oh. this track of oh my mm, mm, well well I mean that's not unheard of you know right but you know all right so let's let's uh, get into our actual tales from the Jack side again. That's just a name that I liked. It doesn't mean that all the stories are going to be from Jack. Shout out to Jack, by the way, um, and all the rest of the things. Uh, why don't you go first? <laughs> oh God, where to start? I mean, this has been this has been a a game I've been playing for what well over ten years at this point. Listen, so the stories are endless. But I think the highlights that I have, um, the first one is definitely. Um, speaking of when we mentioned BGC earlier, this is from that place. Oh my God. Um, there was a time where this guy, he, I don't know if he intended at first, but by the end of it, he was trying to move into my apartment with me and we had literally been talking for like two weeks. Wow. Um, we, we started talking and... He had like um, a foreign accent, so I kind of was like smitten by that. Of course, girl, you a bird, uh, but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Tweet, tweet. I'll I'll it's admit fine. that. But um, so he was just like he tries to make everything all perfect and whatever the case. But then at the same time, he was kind of facing an impending eviction. He had just lost his job. 
Oh, he was a homosexual. He was. Oh, that is a great way to describe that. Um, yeah, that's been floating around the inner twi- in the in the interwebs lately, and it, it applies. Um, homosexual. But yeah, so then, like within two weeks, he was like, "Oh well, can I come and stay with you for a while?" And then on top of that, the cherry on top, I had just happened to know. Um, another one of his like best friends or whatever. And that nigga was trying to move in too. Mind you, I'd already had somebody staying in my house at the time, but this was Houston um, in like 2008. So I feel like, you know, it was just like, that was the business at the time. It was just to move in with niggas that you, that you thought would, would support your bullshit. But after, but the, the blessing in disguise is when I used that to get the other nigga out the house that was staying with me. I mean, we like the the guy that was staying with me was a quote unquote friend at the time. So I was like, oh, wait, this guy that I'm dating is moving in. So you got to go. And I then at the same time told the uh, told the guy that I was quote unquote talking to whatever. I was like, um, yeah, you actually cannot do this. So, um, (laughs) I'm going no, to two actually, birds, one stone. I'm actually going to be taking my apartment back for myself because what you will not do is drive me crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's the strange and very short-lived tale about how a nigga tried to move him and his friend into my apartment. Um, again, I was young and dumb. Oh, so Friends, too. Friends, too. Yeah, like, it was him and one of his so the friends. The whole squad was trying to move. Okay, so right. the whole of Nigatree's child was trying to move into your place. Got it. Pretty much. And I was Got like, it. bitch. Actually, don't no. Play yourself. <laughs> um, don't play yourself. And then, so there's that. And then there was um, I, a common trend I think we get from this, from these platforms is niggas love to lie. Like, yes. They lie about their money. They lie about where they live. They lie about what they do. They lie about what they look like. I mean, I could go on for like three hours about the the tales of the niggas that I will. I'll show up and they look nothing like themselves. They they say they live by themselves. They live with twelve other motherfuckers, and <laughs> it's like you know whatever. But one of the funnier stories is. Around the same time, because I don't know what the fuck was wrong. Oh, I was just turning 21. So I felt like I had really become an adult around this time. And I just started working in corporate America. Oh, woman. I could do whatever I want. But I felt like I was just able to do and go and gallivant and see the world, see the world or whatever. And... I met this guy again. I, I, well, honestly, I can't even, I can't even remember which one this was from. It might have been, I think it was Jack, but, um, we hung out, like we went to the movies for like the first time we met and it was cool. You know, the guy was, I guess, all right. He, he talked about the money his parents had a lot, but I didn't really pay any mind to that because I had my own. So I wasn't really pressed about that. Right. But, um, you know, he was like, oh, my mother has a Range Rover and I live in this, this, this affluent Houston neighborhood. And I'm like, girl, I have a job and I live by myself and I 
don't care. But, you know, he thought that would impress me. And I was like, I actually kind of just like you for who you are. But if you want to play this game, sure. Um, right. Because your mama driving a Range Rover has nothing to do with you. Right. Unless she picking us both up. Even then, you have to be picked up. Like, unless you have a, a a Range Rover of your own that's parked next to hers, I don't really understand that. But exactly. Continue. And I'm like, well, girl, that that's nice, but I will be go. I'll go ahead and meet you at the movies in my Sentra. But you know, Hello. um, that that was the first time. So the next time, he was like, oh, well, meet me at the Galleria. And around this time, I was just like a shopaholic. Like, for real, for real, for real. I was spending way beyond my means. That's another, that is another show about how us as gay, gay young adults will spend so much money just to go to the club. And, you know, but either way, I met him at the Galleria, which I was probably already there. And no, I think I lived over there at the time. Again, spending money out of my means because I had no need to live in the Galleria at 22 years old, but I met him there and the person that I saw at the mall was not the same person that I saw at the movies. Um, you know, not to be one of those, those no fat, no femme girls, but I think, I think the fact that you wear makeup and, and, and weave should be something that's discussed on the first date, not the third. So he shows up and he has on, a face full of makeup that did not match your shade. Um, <laughs> then it, because it was like mortician style makeup. Like you had this gray film, like this great, this great Instagram filter in real life on your face. And, you know, you had some cheap lip gloss on, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? If that's what you want to do, do you. I'm not judging you for the, the choices you make in your fashion endeavors. But this is not what I was expecting. And you completely like came out of an entirely new bag on me. And all of the shit that you you lied about kind of went with it. So I was like, we're actually not going to do any of this because you're lying. It's not about what you're what you look like. It's not about what you said your your parents have, because none of that affects me. The fact is, I can't trust you anymore. So we're going to move on from this. Exactly. You know, um, the other funny story, and I've noticed this more in New York than any other place I've lived. Um, niggas love to scam. I will like. <laughs> I would. Scammers are us. Listen, um, like professionally, because I would get a message on Jack or whatever from some random nigga probably wanted probably had a profile much like you described with like pictures of some weed or uh you know pictures of like jewelry or or a car that you wouldn't even even if you could afford it you wouldn't drive it in new york city because nobody drives fucking ferraris in new york with the badass streets we have you know but um They'll message me and be like, you want to make some quick money? All you need is a debit card. <laughs> Bitch. I get those now. <laughs> was I born last night? Do you have a valid checking account? Who are you? Yes, uh, I do. And I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> right. Like, am yeah. I supposed to be giving you my information on Jacked? On Jacked, bitch. Like, are you high? Prob- uh, like, yeah. Are you dumb? Shout out to Remy Ma and in another round because that was an amazing <laughs> episode. But I mean, um, 
Like, I, yeah, I'm going to give you a complete stranger my credit card information to make some extra money. Where I could probably go and go to work and make money as Let well. Let me just continue doing what I've been doing because that is a that is a tried and true path. Right. This scamology that you got going on on Jack, leave me out. None for me. Thank you. Right. And let me uh go ahead. Um so, you know, scamming and, you know, they niggas be trying to sell weed on Jack. Niggas be trying to sell their ass on Jack, which I mean, well, that's kind of standard. But like <laughs> My goodness. Do y'all, how how smart do you think these, well, I mean, you know, honestly, if they're doing it, there are people that fall for it. So definitely. Oh yeah. They definitely I'm have people out there paying their bills, but like I've had guys message me like, oh, you know, Hey, what's up? Can you help me pay my phone bill? Can you help me pay my light bill? And I'm like, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, no, no thanks. Um, I will I will go ahead and continue donating to the Red Cross or actually not right. the Red Cross because to um, P flag you know. or whatever it is that I donate to. And I think I told this on the show before when I had a guy hit me up and was like, Hey, don't you want to pay my college tuition for me? And I was like, mm, Bitch, I'm sorry. I don't want to pay my own college tuition. What the fuck you I mean? was like, let me check my picture because clearly I have a picture of a fifty six year old man because he cannot think that me, even if I don't look my age, he cannot think that I number one would be interesting and interested in this, but number two, have the means to do so. And I'm like, and because I was bored, I was like, well, let me just entertain this a little bit. See, I want to see how far he's going to go with this. So I was like, well, what do I get? Oh, daddy. And then, you know, that's, that was an instant turn off. Cause I was just like, mm. Oh daddy, you know, I can like send you some pictures oh, but and, you daddy. and I can, um, you know, we can we can uh, FaceTime. I don't even know if FaceTime was out at the time, but we can, you know, video chat. And I was like, so let me get this straight. Thousands upon thousands of dollars for your tuition. And you live in like Connecticut or some shit, supposedly. At least that's where you're logged in from Jack. And I get some pictures. I get some nudes. I'm like, I can get nudes for free. So help me understand what I is mean, the incentive. I mean, bitch, for- have you heard of Tumblr? Listen, I can go on Tumblr and see news of people that I have been wanting to see that I have no contact with. It's tons of them. Right. I'm like, so why? What's so special about your nudes that are worth tuition? Tuition. Listen, let me tell y'all some of my stories. Um. So I have a couple of short ones and then I have some lengthier ones. So the first one, uh, this is from Kick. And I had this guy hit me up on Kick. And my thing with Kick is because I have my Kick on on my profile pages, you know, for whatever reason. I don't know why. Trash. But they love to hit you on Kick. And they don't. I don't know if it's just they trying not to do it or if they just don't understand how but niggas do not know how to identify themselves so they'll hit you up and you'll be like who is this i got your name from from a for a that that does not tell me who you are that is not the question that i presented to you young sir or old sir i don't know know who i am i don't even know know if it's a sir right i know where you got this from you got it from one of the places what but who are you who are you anyway so and that was what I said. I was like, who is this? And he was like, oh, it's such and such. We've chatted before on A for A. So I'm like, okay, so you're going to make me go down this rabbit hole with you, Alice? 
So I'm like, well, who are you on A for A? Oh, I deleted my account. You don't remember? Obviously, I don't if I'm asking who the fuck you are. I was like, but if you deleted your account, then how did you get my kick? And he says, I, I always had your kick when we chatted. And I said, see, that's how I know you're lying, because I literally just made this kick today, which I had. I was like, so there's no way you would have gotten this if we had chatted before. Good night. And then I blocked him. Why lie? Why lie? What is the point? You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie to kick it. I mean, you got to do a lot to kick it, but you ain't got to lie. Lying is is an incident. That's the the opposite of kicking it. (laughs) Right. I see um, what you did there. You ain't got a lot of kicking. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> you stick with me. You you be you be picking up what I put down. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next one, and this is a mess. Now this is actually this spans multiple apps. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is this so, one person across multiple apps or? Yes. <laughs> Are you fuck? Oh my, go ahead. <laughs> so there's this guy, this older guy. He, you know what? I'm not going to say that because that's not nice. But anyway, this, this older guy. Bitch, when have you ever been um, nice? See, what we're not going to do. Oh, see, I, I have the, I have the outline right here in front of me and that is not on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right. Um, but you know, this older guy, he hits me up and. He does not have a, what I like to call a firm grasp on the English language. I'm not sure why that is. I don't know if he's foreign or not. I don't. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I called him Mr. Fuck You Good. And that's F-U-K-U-G-U-D. Because that's how he says it. And so this man, he hits me up and he's always like, man, I like you. Give me some ass. I want to suck your dick. This, this, that, and the other. So, jumping from A for A to Growler, I think he even hit me up on Grinder one time, and I'm like, "What in the fuck?" So he, he I have a. I, let me just read these messages that I took a screenshot from Growler. So, and this was all. This this was from January 11th, all the way to January 20th. Before I think I finally blocked him. The first message pay says, I pay you to fuck you, suck your dick. The next message, 30 minutes later, man, I like you. The next message, 20 minutes later, he gives me his phone number. The next message, I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, Oh, sorry. That's many, many hours later. He says, I want some of that. I want some of that ass. I pay you. You is fine. The next message, <laughs> like 30 minutes later, he sends me a picture of his dick. And I'm like, mind you, I have not responded to any of this. The next message, this is all the same day. Then he says, want do threesome. I'm trying to figure out how do you, you can spell threesome, but you can't spell the word your. I have questions. But, but anyway. You didn't qualify for the twosome. So what you decided to just usurp? Listen. So the then, first condition you didn't call. Oh my God. Listen. So three days later, <laughs> want fuck? Just want fuck. And then about six days later, I give you, that's G I V, 
I give you fifty dollar to suck your dick, and that's Y R instead of Y O U R. That's just bad economics. That's bad ebonics. That's bad economics. That's bad everything. It's just bad all around. It's just bad. But um, imagine getting these messages on multiple platforms, and you know, I I was on this thing where I was like, well, let me let me try to be nicer. Let me not just block people, you know, let me, you know, let people. I just assume that if I don't respond after two or three messages, he's going to stop. Right. But no, I mean, this is weeks and months that he's constantly doing that. And then I did finally block him on A for A. And then he jumps to Growler. And I'm just like, sir, I don't want any of what you're selling. I don't I don't want to be paid for anything. I don't want your services, sir. Like, can we please not do this? Um, so then I have another story. This is short. This is from Grindr. Um, and I just you know, I'm still this still makes me itch thinking about it and reading this. So this guy hits me up and the first message was, I want to eat your ass and fuck, and I'm like mm. Because I've been kind of on this thing where I'm just I'm not all that interested in in sex. Like, I'm not you know, I'm not one of those that's like, oh, I don't hook up or anything like that. I've done my fair share of hooking up. If you've listened to this show, then you know that that is true. And I, I walk in my truth. But right now I'm like, that's just not a priority for me. So when people hit me up like that, I'm just like. I. But something wasn't right. So my first response was, how old are you? And he says 20. So I'm like, oh, there is absolutely nothing that we need to discuss. There's nothing I can do for you, sir. And there is certainly nothing you can do for me. I am not interested in anyone that is 20 years old. I am 32 whole African-American years old. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do for each other. Nothing. So then he so he says 20. And when he said 20, I was done. But he says, can we fuck? And then. What what made everything go left and then right and then left again? He says, you don't need to clean or nothing. I think that was supposed to be nothing, but he's, he put no thing. And so I mulled over this for a few oh, minutes because I'm like, okay, wait a minute. What does he mean by clean? Everybody calm down. And I had to, I was really thinking, I'm like, does he, is he talking about like clean up my house? I'm like, certainly he don't mean cleaning up my kibbles and bits. Like, oh. he can't, he uh, can't. Uh, oh. But I needed clarification. So I responded. I said, don't need to clean question mark. And he says, yeah, that's what I thought you was doing. Now, I think there was a little bit more to the conversation, but basically he was telling me, you know, you don't, you, you don't need to, you don't need to give it a good rinse. Um. And I'm <laughs> and I if that is your thing, more power to you. If you if your thing is to fuck shitty ass, fuck some shitty ass. Whose ass will not be shitty is this one. You not doing that is not my ministry. I do not walk in that faith. I do not give tithes to that religion. That is that is not what? Excuse me, sir. Bitch, just no. N- no on every like, level. Wait, no, but my question is, are you that desperate? And then who else have you, you are 20 with? whole years old? 
who else have you Ooh. dealt with that is that that you've had to Ooh. adopt this policy? Who let you do that? Who you doing that with? Like, sir, you do know that there are mechanisms that make cleaning easy. Now, granted, you know, there are cautions and provisions that go along with that, but it's not like it's not a difficult thing. Like, unless that's just your thing. And it's actually which, preferred because it's not beyond, a, uh, you know what, that's something that we don't need to get into today. But, like, no. there's just so much wrong with everything. So much. In that like, I, 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 I just can't, like, imagine imagine being not not necessarily wanting but imagine being okay going into the situation like you know what this i might i'm this nigga might shit on my dick mm-hmm. and that's cool like i just huh Mm-mm. i'm sorry i i you know i i missed the subscribe button on that purposely um i don't i don't want that you know what that i'm getting graphic and we don't need to do that we don't mm-mm. But um, just, you know, use your imaginations, friends. That that was a hell no. Um, You have any other? I, I have two more, but I want to see if you have any before I go into these longer stories. I think the I have one more. And I think this is kind of like the pinnacle for me. Um, but there there was this episode that. I, yeah, it was an episode. Um, because it was that dramatic. But I'd like to call this the preacher's husband. Come on. But, okay, basically, um, I met this guy on Probably Jacked, because that's where, the, that's where most of these mm-hmm. really outlandish stories come from. And, mm-hmm. you know, things were okay. He seemed decent. You know, like a decent guy, whatever, at first. But things just started to unfold in a very weird way. First, um, he was, you know, again, one of these people that felt like they needed to state their parents' finances as as a means of approval for me. And I'm like, okay. That's a great question. Maybe I just seem like I'm high maintenance, but (laughs) sure. (laughs) I mean, if you want to be technical about the shit. However, I will give it to you that you do not expect anybody to keep up with that. So exactly. I get I get what you mean. Exactly. So he was like, oh, um, because the thing is, I love cars. That's just like, you know, um, if you know me well enough, you know that cars. I love cars as. You know, from a hobby standpoint, I love car design. I love car technology. And so I'm kind of good when I when I recognize car design. So in his photo, one of his photos, um, he was in a car. And I asked him, like, when we first initiated conversation, I asked him if he was in a BMW when he took the photo. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's my uncle's X5. My mother has um, a 3 Series convertible. And um, he was like, I'm getting, I'm looking into getting whatever it was he was trying to buy, whatever. 
And I'm like, oh, that's great. And he even sent me photos of the mother's silver BMW hardtop convertible. And, you know, I guess he thought I was going to be impressed by this, this whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, cool story, bro. But, um, <laughs> you know, I just kept going because I'm like, that's really not why I'm talking to you so that I could do is is this supposed to lead up to me riding in this mother's BMW? Probably not. So um, around the time we started talking, I think this was like maybe a weekend. He was like, oh, I'm preparing to go out of town um for like a week or so i'm like oh cool what's what is it what is it for is it for work he was like no um it's a it's a conference and i'm like oh what um what for he said oh it's for my church and then this is where i find out that he's like um a pastor at like this at his church and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, uh, I just put two and two together. Okay. Yeah, I was I was I waiting on you to catch on. But he was like know. I've been drinking. He was like, Oh yeah, I'm a path I'm I don't know if he was a youth pastor or like an assistant pastor or he was a pastor at his church and um which I didn't have a it, there was nothing wrong with that, obviously. But what was weird to me was when he went on the conference and would FaceTime me every night and like introduce me via FaceTime to one of the constituents that was at the con- constituents is the wrong word, I'm sure. But he was, you know, whoever was at this conference with him, he would introduce me to. And I'm like, this is extremely awkward for me because what? I barely know you. So why am I, how am I meeting these other people that I don't, I, actually don't know um and then of course as time went on we determined well we've discovered we being me and me and myself discovered and I. And, and I we discovered that the whole thing about the the family the mother owning a bmw is a lie um i think it was like when i actually went to his house Yes, he lived with his mother, but you know he's a he's a he's a preacher and has some other job. But um, he lived with his mother, which I mean, it's New York, so I kind of that's kind of like I'm learning the standard for niggas to live with their mothers. But there was no BMW in that driveway, and then when I asked him about it, he was like, "Oh, I never told you that." Oh, all right. So I just I guess these text messages sent themselves then. Receipts, I have them. Listen, I keep a receipt. I may never need that receipt again, but I keep a receipt. Um, And so it was like that lie, this lie. And then this nigga told me he loved me after like us talking for like three weeks. I was like, no, you don't. No, sir. (laughs) I like, (laughs) I, I, I don't, I don't like to disregard or deny people's feelings, but I straight up told him, I was like, no, you don't. That is that is that is a falsehood. You don't even goddamn know me, you know. And he thought that just because, like, I don't know what he was thinking, honestly. But like, how could you say you love me? You don't even know me. I don't even know my damn self. So (laughs) you you certainly don't 
enough to say that you love me after talking to me for three weeks. That's 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 a bit much. Um, Too much. And then he got really passive. Three much, four much, five much. 27 much. <laughs> but then he got really passive aggressive um, because I ended up like we when we we met, we lived like five minutes away from each other. But shortly after shortly later in that summer, I ended up moving to Jersey. And um, after that point, I just was like, uh, I'm over this. But then he would be like really passive aggressive in my text messages, like, oh, the silent treatment. I'm like, sir, text messaging works two ways, especially iMessage, because you can tell when people are communicating with you before they even do so. So I don't want to hear about the silent treatment because you can talk to me just as much as I can talk to you. Maybe I'm busy or maybe I just don't want to talk to you, whatever the whatever the case is. But um. I think we had gotten into an argument about something. Oh, yes, because I told him he did not love me. Because, no. Um, we got into <laughs> an argument about that. And I just was he like, was fuck this. not I'm trying not. to hear that. Yeah. So I was like, you're the one who said you didn't want to talk to me. And he was like, um, oh, well, fuck it. I'm on vacation. All right. Sure. Bye. Bye. Um, so... Maybe I went to D.C. for my birthday that's like two weeks later. He texts me, hi. No, I, I'm not responding to you because that's not how this works. You're showing me you're showing me that you're a crazy person and I don't have this to deal with. So the highs would show up maybe like every once in a month. And keep in mind, this was like two years ago. I shit you not, three weeks ago, he hit me up on WhatsApp. Recently, like these last three weeks. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, as in like in April of 2017. Uh He hit me up on WhatsApp. How are you? Sir, you think I don't recognize your phone number? Like, how dumb do you think I am? I'm not going to respond to you because there's nothing for us to discuss. You've shown to me that you're unstable and you feel like you have to lie to keep my attention. And that is not it. Because what what else you going to lie about? You know? Everything. Because you felt like it was, a, it, you acted like it was a secret that you was a, a pastor at your church. That's, that has nothing to do with me. Or you. Or the combination of thereof. So... You you skirting around the truth, and then you was like, "Oh, I live live at my grandmother's house," but this is your mother's house because the same you was at your grandmother's house with this picture of Obama in the kitchen, and the same picture that I see in the same house that you said that you said is your mother's that you live in. So you lying to me, steady lying. Why 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 lie? Why lie? That almost needs to be the title of this episode. Why lie? Right. Why lie? Why you do but, these? Yeah. Why so you do these? That Why? Was, that I don't was get true. that. I don't get that. Like, as an adult, I'm like, when has this ever worked for you? Like, when have you ever really gotten what it is that you're looking for 
or hoping to maintain or achieve by lying. Right. And if it has you dealing with you dealing with a very small population of people that's going to believe this shit. Right. And I'm not among them. <laughs> I'm not. No, no. Oh, man. That was because what B said, yeah, who needs a degree? When you 157 much. Thank you. Oh, man. All right. Let me let me. Hmm. Okay, so oh, now this story that I have, I could have sworn that I told this story on the show, but like I said, Chilshar said no, I never did. Um, so if I did, sorry, but it fits with today. And I think I, I'm sure I've told you about this, Naj, but I like to call this threes a party. Um, this is from A for A. So I was on A for A. And, um, you know, this guy hit me up and, you know, I was like, well, I mean, all right, let's see what this is about. So we chatted and, you know, it was like, you know, come through. So I was like, all right. I mean, you know, whatever. That was just one of them times when I was being fast. And you know what? It is what it is. Um, so I go now I and I drove. Uh, what area is that? It's like 59 in the Beltway. 59 in the Beltway going south or 59 in the Beltway going north? South. south. Oh, so like um, Sharpstown, Bissonette and all of that. Right, but at the actual Beltway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like before you get into little Chinatown or, or I forget what they call that area. Um, yeah, that so area. that's like, yeah, I think they call it, no, it's Westwood. Um, oh, is that what it's called? West, not Westwood. Yeah, Westwood, because that's where actually Westwood College. Listen, don't even talk to. Let's not even talk about Houston. Houston needs its own episode, but um, <laughs> it was like Town. They call it a, the arena. That's because that's where the arena was. Um, over yeah, like by Fondren, like right there. Um, there's like a couple yeah. car dealerships and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so, yeah I was right there off the Beltway. So I go to the apartment and I walk in and it is pitch black. Oh, I do remember this story. And I'm sitting here like, what in the entire fuck? And so at first I didn't even see him, but there was this guy sitting on the couch and it was he was a big guy. Like I'm a big guy, but he was like big, like taller than me, like bigger than me. And I'm sitting in there and I'm like, a Um. And it's awkward because I'm like, I don't want to be like, hi, I'm here to meet. So, you know, yeah. but I'm just like, that, what the, f- what the, f- like, we, I'm too grown for that. Like, like we all too grown for that. Um, So I think we exchanged a few words and he was like, yeah, you know, you can go in the back. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know if he's like sitting here waiting for something or waiting for somebody other than me. So, but he's are like, yeah, go to the-, see the show. I mean. Well, let's get into that. So I go into the I go into the quote unquote back, which is really the bedroom. And there's a it's I mean, it's dark everywhere, but it's one of those setups where it's like the bedroom and then it's like the bathroom is connected, but the sinks are on the outside of the bathroom. So I'm I'm standing there in front of the sinks because I'm like I was expecting a hallway and a and I don't know what I was expecting. But when I walked and I saw a bed right in front of me, I was like, okay, this must not be what he's talking about. So I stand there waiting for him to come in behind me and give me some clarification. And then I see something move. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
And I'm, I, and a million things start going through my head. I'm like, am I about to get jacked? Am I about to get, <laughs> no pun intended. Am I about to get, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what the fuck is about to happen? Yeah. And so then somebody gets out of the bed and they like make a beeline and they look and then they run back to the bed. Now they were small in stature. I thought it was a child, like a teenager. And I'm like, he did not send me back here with these kids in this bed. Because by that time I could, it was somebody else moving while the other one was out of the bed. So I knew there were at least two. And I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't a kid. Maybe it was just a skinny guy, but I'm just standing there and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So I go back into the living room and I'm like, yo, bro, what is going on? Like, what the fuck is, what is happening? And he's like, oh, you know, you you can go back there. And I'm like, it's people back there. It's people on the bed. He's like, yeah, go back there. And I'm like, who the fuck is them? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, well, um, you said that, you know, you said that you didn't mind a threesome. I'm like, wait a minute, sir. When did I ever say that? And he's like, well, it was on your profile. And I'm like, again, I repeat, when did I ever say that? When did we ever discuss a threesome? I'm like, and then you talking about a threesome with two stranger bitches. Like, who the fuck is these bitches in this bed? Like, who, what is going on? And he's like, oh, and he was like, I was like, yeah, you didn't say shit about no threesome, bro. I was like, are you there, pimp? And he just laughed. And I was like, am I in a whorehouse? What is happening? And I'm just like, I said, I say, push pause, stop everything, stop the presses, take the needle off the record. I said, where is the person that I was talking to online? And he was like, that was me. And I'm like, okay, so then who was that in the picture? Because that damn sure wasn't you. Oh, God. And I'm like, and then on top of that, so I'm like, so you catfishing, but you like, you like pimp fishing because it's not actually you. You using somebody's picture to get them to come have a threesome with two people in a rant. I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't know what their statuses are on multiple things. I don't even know if they are legal because from the dark, it looked like they are quite small. Right. And he was just like, and I was like, and again, you didn't say nothing about a three. He was like, oh, well, now, you know, and I just I had this. This, I mean, you obviously he couldn't see it because it was pitch fucking dark in there. I'm not even sure if they had the lights on now that I think about it. But I, I, I had this, I know I had this just incredulous look on my face. Cause I'm like, nigga, are you serious? Are you in fact serious right now with this bullshit? I done drove way the fuck over here. Now, generally when I quote unquote hook up, I don't go into anything with expectations because people are going people no matter what. Exactly. But I damn sure was not expecting this sideshow shit that you got going on in here. Like, I'm like, I'm like, am, is Chris, whatever his name, Chris Hansen about to pop out? Like, am I on to catch a predator? Like, right. what the fuck? I'm like, is this a sting operation? I mean, even if I was cool with whatever, I'm like, I'm not cool. Like, I don't, I don't like being kept in the dark. About shit Literally that's going on. Literally and figuratively. Ugh. Figuratively. I can't even speak. Because wow. I'm st- I'm still appalled. And so I was like, you know what, bro? I'm good. And I left. Because I, there were just too many unanswered questions. And Right. You didn't know what you was going to get into. There was no time available. And me, because I'm me, I'm like, I don't, I don't, 
I know there are men out there that do it, that hook up with people that they've never seen that they don't, and they don't care about looks and that kind of stuff. I have to at least be attracted to you to be able to do anything. But beyond that, I don't know who I don't associate with anybody who would go into that situation and be like, oh, shit. He was like, because he was like, oh, it's two bottoms back there. And I'm like, what that got to do with anything? I'm like two bottoms that I can't fucking see that I can't see. I don't know if they've showered. I don't know what kind of B.O. they got. I don't know if they snap a tooth. I don't know if they breath smell like rancid gumbo. Like, I don't know what is going on. There's too many unanswered questions. Bitch, not right. Okay. But the fact that the lights was off is a major, like... An indicator. Like, immediately, I'm thinking... red. It was was fluorescent pink. It was on fire, matter of fact. You beat me to it. I was just about to say that flag was on fire. And I'm pretty sure everything else would have been, too, had you gone through it. Exactly. Like, I was going to leave there with some friends in my crotch. And that is not... But I'm just like... But the whole setup, to me, felt like something from the movies... Yeah, of someone that's a prostitute that that fucks for money and they come in. It's dark. You go in, you do your do, you leave the money on a dresser and then you go on about your business. And could you and imagine so, if you would have walked out and try and not and, and and not known anything about a payment? My God. Listen, I mean, like it was already bad enough that I, again, you didn't tell me anything. So I didn't know what this situation I mean, like I'm. I'm in fight or flight mode right now because exactly, all I don't know. Like, right. You you know, you sit here talking about, oh, there's, there's some bottoms back there. Like, nigga, I'm not thinking about sex right now. I'm thinking about preservation. That Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't just bring nobody into no weird ass situation like this. So, like I said, I was like, I'm good, bruh. And I left, got back in my truck, stopped at Walmart, got me some gas and went home. I was like, it's safe at home. Wait a minute. Hold I was, on. Hold on. Hold on. This was recent. This, well, I mean, I've I've had my truck for a year, so that's my point. I thought this was back in the days of old. old I forgot what we called her, but but old Silver Bullet. Oh, you talking about Grey Goose? Grey Goose, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I thought this no. was back in them day. Oh, wow. no, this is in the days of Prosecco. Wow, Prosecco is is the name of my truck. And Grey Goose was the name of my old Honda. I still miss my Honda. Oh, but she, yeah. She, so she was, recent, she was in. She was. She played a part in a lot of different stories in our friendship. Yes. So yeah, she yes, was. She, uh, she was a good girl, she, especially since I didn't have a car at the time either. Yeah, but that's a whole nother gay side ass story <laughs> set that's of a, stories. Listen. Um. But yeah. So I got one more, and this one is actually. Uh, this is a jacked story. And uh, there's some elements of this that you are going to appreciate. <laughs> um, so uh, I met this guy on Jacked before I moved to, quote unquote, South Central Houston. This was when I still stayed uh, off of Eldridge. Um, for you non-Houstonians, this is I was staying in West Houston uh, before I moved to like Central Houston, not downtown, but like close to it. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how we saw each other on Jacked. But uh, you know what? It might have been one time when I this is is this from when I lived downtown? Uh, yes. Okay, I remember. I, this. I think so because I think he didn't live too far from me. No, 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 no. This guy lived where I used to live. Like he lived in the same apartment complex. Oh, I don't think um, I heard this story, and this is going to be. You might not have. I don't. 
think there's many people who know about this story. Um, just because, I mean, it's not much to tell, but I'm going to tell it because it's a Jack story. And it's, this is Tales from the Jack side. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it, he may have seen me when I was out there like signing paperwork or getting my key, like something when I was there before I had actually moved. Okay. You know, so we talked and he was like, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm getting ready to move in. And, you know, we realized, okay, I'm going to be in the same uh, complex. Now, you know, that complex where I used to live is big. Yeah. Um, But we ended up, we lived on like the same side and he lived like a floor under me. Um, so eventually, you know, and he was, you know, he was a nice looking guy. He was, a, he was, he didn't look it, but he was, you know, I don't know, 40 ish, uh, light skinned guy. Um, and so we finally, you know, we hooked up or whatever. After that, I barely, like barely heard from him. I mean, we would, I would text him because I'm that person that like tries to communicate with people when, you know, other people don't give a fuck or they have everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever the case may be, I'm usually the person trying to maintain communication. Right. But you know, I you know I have a rule. Like I I have I give you two attempts to to contact, maybe three if I like you, and if we cool, maybe four. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not just gonna keep constantly trying to. Get, and I, when I say attempts of contact, I mean like every attempt. Like if I send you a text message, that's an attempt. And if I send you another text message, that's it. Like, it's not going to be what I tried to text you multiple times. And then I tried to call you. Every mode of contact is an attempt. So, you know, but every now and then we would, you know, so I think over the two, two years, two or three years that I lived there, we hooked up like maybe two or three times, Um, which was funny because we were actually friends on Facebook. I don't know how that happened. This was my old Facebook, you know, but when I was just connecting to people now, I'm like, ugh, yuck. Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, no, thank you. Um, so and actually, one this is one of my trash moments <laughs> when <laughs> I actually went down to hook up with him when it was somebody that staying in my apartment, not somebody that I was like with, but you know, somebody was in my apartment, and I was like, well, let me just sneak out in the middle of the night, like I don't pay rent, and <laughs> right go downstairs for a little bit and you know, have some fun or whatever. So the part of this that you would appreciate is the first time the Reed came here for the live show, I saw him (laughs) and it was so awkward because I was with, I was with corporate Barbie. Um, and I was just like, you know, kind of looking at him and he was like, he looked at me, you know how you do that thing. You see somebody you, you quote unquote know, and you like cock your head to the side of it like, Hey, yeah. And I was like, Hey, and I I don't think she was paying any attention or, you know, she famous. So people were like, Oh my God, you, and I was, she is famous and I don't care what she say about it. Right. Um, side note. I don't think I have ever gotten that many hateful stares as when we were there and we like skipped the line. Now, granted, mind you, I don't know nobody, but she knows uh, she knows somebody and we were standing in line and it was cold outside. And she was like, are we supposed to stand in line? Because we're, you know, and so she, and, yeah. 
And somebody was like, you know, I think it was Asante was like, no, come on up. And so and it, the line was long. When I tell you them niggas from the read are famous every time, but they don't want to believe it. That line was so fucking long. It was that line felt like at least a quarter of a mile. Like that line was long. And we were just walking and everybody was looking and I was like, now me, I'm the type of person, if I'm standing in line or something, I mind my business. So it was very strange to me to see all these people looking at and had literal daggers in their eyes. Like who the fuck are these bitches skipping the line? And so then when he came out to meet us, they was looking and I was like, I like, I know, but this ain't me. Like, I ain't nobody. I need that to be understood. And even if, anyway, I, mean, I have a, I, like, that ain't none of their business, but, you know. And the the main thing, that was none of y'all's business. So imagine doing that, having all these people looking at you like you done stole from the fucking church fund and shit. And then you walk into, you know, you are doing whatever and then you run into somebody that, you, and it was so, it was just awkward. I was like, I, I hadn't talked to him for a while. We hadn't seen each other. We hadn't done anything. And I don't know why it was just it's just odd when you go to like a live show, yeah, and you be like, you listen to this too. I don't know why. Like there's oh, thousands, listen, like, I have tons of I have. That's are, another show on itself of the times right. that people have been like, you discover where people listen to your friend's podcast and right, you know, and you be like, it, do, it doesn't even occur to you. Right, but it's like there are literally hundreds of thousands of people. Anyway, somebody came to me at that. work, but I digress. Like, oh no, that yeah, absolutely when, not, not at work. Yeah, she definitely was like, and she worked in my department. She was like, oh, do you listen to? I'm like, Girl, get your no. over from my desk. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, you know, um, but nothing ever came of the situation. Like, I mean, I, he was cool. I don't want to say I liked him because I didn't really know him. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah. You know, the few times we we may have watched a little TV <laughs> or rather I was just sitting there and he was watching like Real Housewives of Atlanta or something, you know, stuff that I don't really watch. Yeah. Um, before, you know, we got to the lights, camera and action. Mm-hmm. But it was and it was so it was so strange to me, though, because I was like, I hardly ever see you. I hardly ever talk to you. You live in such close proximity, like even if it wasn't like a dating situation, like I didn't understand why we didn't even though. And we whenever we did see each other, we would say that, like, oh, man, we need to do this more often. You need to come down more often or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it was, you know, uh, I mean, literal walking distance. And and uh, I mean, Imagine living so close to somebody that you can get to the tender love and care after you've walked there before, you know, you start getting like the little sweaty booty crack and stuff like like before your, you know, your giblets start sweating. You already there. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I get it, but that's hilarious. Just I mean, the way you pe- just the way you described it was quite hilarious. I mean. But anyway, you know, if the circumstances had been different, I mean, I could have seen myself maybe dating him. But well, and this was at the time, because, you know, now I'm like, I don't want nobody in my house. Shout out to Whoopi. I don't. I want to be left alone. I could just and I've been trying, but, you know, I just anyway, I have been. But, you know, I, I listen, you don't have to explain too much because I absolutely understand that struggle, because especially in New York, where but it's it's been difficult just to trying to just trying to stay on task 
Because there are some days where I'm like, I'm too tired after working 13 hours a day to try to synthesize my my feelings and understand somebody else's. It's just like, you know, girl, this bed works just fine. You know, I'm going I don't to even go get that go far. I just stop it. I just don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And I've tried and I'm just, I just don't want to be bothered. Like yeah. even now I'm logged on to Jacked and I'm just, I don't care. I'm like, whatever. It's just something to tie, to, to, to kill time. But, you know, again, with that situation, you know, at the time I could have seen myself maybe getting to know him better and getting on a dating situation, but it didn't happen. But we had fun when we were together those few times. So thanks, Jack, for that. <coughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, So I think that's it for. Oh, or did you have any other story? Sorry, before. I... No, I didn't. That that um, right. I feel like the four that I had took yeah. the cake. So let's wrap this segment up with just uh, a few quick questions. Some things that are, are reoccurring thoughts that I have whenever I think about or I use these apps. So this will be quick. Um, so the first one is, and I've seen this before, and I know a lot of people subscribe to this ideology. So I wanted to ask you about it. Do you think that you have to, quote unquote, be what you want to attract? And I think you understand what I mean when I, I say that. I'm sure you've seen that before. I do. And I don't think that doesn't that honestly doesn't make sense to me in a lot of different ways, because it's like, how can you be what you want to attract? Bitch, you're going to attract yourself. And do you really want to well, date yourself? Well, I mean, that's just like that's kind no, of no, sh- no shade. But we we all know there are some couples out there and they look like they are related. Don't listen. I be like, oh, my. I mean, that's but that's if that's what you want. Black gay love. I'm all for it. But on a general basis. Yeah. On a general basis, I don't think that you have to be what you want to attract. I think you when it's come. When it comes to certain things, I think you need to be. I don't want to I don't want to sound capitalistic when I say this, but I think you have to be marketable, meaning like don't be staying on your friend's couch and barely getting by and, you know, and it's always an excuse when it's time for you to do some shit. You should be mm-hmm. something that somebody wants to date, not be not, don't don't bring it to the extreme of saying, oh, be who you want to attract. Be somebody that somebody wants to date. Be somebody right. that you would want to date in the terms of, oh, well, I don't want to date no nigga that, that is always smoking my weed and, you know. <laughs> Not contributing, yeah. That's what I'm, like, if I, that's what you, if, if it's, in, and I say weed as a general because that's, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, don't, don't go into a relationship or dating anybody or the prospect of it with some one-sided ass bullshit, you know, if you, and then that's, that said, I think it's important for you to, for you to address your expectations as such. If you, if you the type of nigga that's going to go, go drinking up somebody's liquor or going to go and smoke their weed all day, whatever, and not really contribute to the cause or just be a moocher, well, maybe you need to go find you a moocher that, 
is going to... You need to go find someone that's quote-unquote generous. That's what they call it. And, mm, de- exactly. Or you need to find you need to find somebody that is compatible, compatible with the lifestyle that you are intent on living. Somebody like me, first of all, I don't do drugs. So I can't really talk to you much about the weed thing, but Girl, I have I do friends. not get high. <laughs> yeah, I have friends who do. So that's one of... I just said that as... You know, as a general example that a lot of people, especially in New York, because anyway, but you can't expect to date somebody who, you know, they work two jobs, they live by themselves, they have a car, which is a lot to say you live in New York. But, right. you know, you have this certain lifestyle that it's on one level, but you're trying to look for, you're trying to date somebody that has a lifestyle that's that's far beyond what you what you're willing to put effort into. So if you if you're okay with bare minimum living because there's nothing wrong with that. If you comfortable doing what you're doing, that's fine. But that said, you can't expect for somebody that you're interested in that doesn't want to be constantly you know, you you hear on other podcasts where you hear situations where, or just it's just a common theme in today's society where people are, oh well, we're gonna go and um, we're gonna go and do this, but I have to contribute my partner's half. Somebody, most people don't want to do do that, and you know, like you said, there are people who who want to be generous, but the vast majority of us don't because we're so we work hard for what we what we earn and we want to share that with somebody else who works equally as hard. Right. That's at least you my know, perspective. Yeah, I get it. My perspective on that is way shorter. I mean, that was a good analysis, but honestly, when I see something of that effect be what you want to attract, I just I think it's just another way of saying no fats, no films. I think it's another way of saying I'm in the gym. I have a nice body. You need to, too, without actually saying that, because then when you say it that way, you sound like an asshole. But when you or you sound like a shallow asshole, yeah. at that. you sound like a shallow asshole that only wants to get in, into some shallow asshole. Um, anyway, but See, um, you when you say in these entendres, <laughs> I'm just when not. you say be what you want to attract. You don't sound like an, you sound uplifting. You sound like, you know, Rev run in the bathtub. You say, Oh, you know, this is, yeah, I can get behind that. I need to be what I want to attract. That's why I think or pretentious. conversely, I want someone to be, you, you know what I mean? I, I honestly feel like it's just a, a, a nice glorified way of saying no fats, no films or whatever. You know what I mean? No, whatever. No, no, no rice, no spice, all of that problematic ass shit i honestly think that Bitch, that's what it excuse is excuse no rice no spice i've never you've never that. seen that oh my god i've seen like i've seen people talk about it online but i've actually seen a few profiles here in houston of people saying stuff no rice no spice or i don't like sushi stuff like that oh, but you live in texas of course that's that that that's why i haven't seen it because well i mean uh, but what i mean to say it, it's not an uncommon oh thing my like god, people it's crazy yeah, like it's not just no fats, no films, or no blacks, or no. Oh yeah, they have, they have a fucked up way of saying I don't want you about every ethnicity. Oh. Um, it's just fucked up. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. So the next question I have is, do you think that you're wrong for not wanting to use the apps 
these apps in particular solely for sex, as so many men seem to think? No. <laughs> Agree. I think that as with most things in life, the app is what you make it. If you make it all about sex, well, then it's all about sex for you. Exactly. But where I think where I think a lot of guys go wrong is they feel like this is what I'm using it for. This is what I expect and this is what I want. Therefore, everybody, everybody needs to use should it be doing the same thing. thing. And it's like, you don't speak for me, bitch. Like, I do what the fuck I want to do. If I want to log on to Jack and just have conversations and move on with my motherfucking day, that's my business. That's my prerogative. You don't get to dictate how other people are going to use the app. That's just like me getting mad that don't nobody, nobody is on there or I don't come across many guys. Let me, let me rephrase that. I don't come across many guys that want to have conversation that, that want to just, right. Um, so we both, talk. Have, we're both, we're both complaining about this the same coin, just two different sides of it. Right. But except that I don't. I'm like, if that's what you want to use it for, if you want to if if all you want is a pump and go, have at it. Right. My only thing is don't be mad at me for not also wanting to 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 participate in that. Like I use right. I use Jack, I use A for A, I use any of these the way I see fit. And you don't get to dictate. And, and I think men need to stop getting on there and trying to dictate. I mean, just because you want to fuck somebody, that don't mean you get to tell them this is a sex act. Why y'all? Why y'all on here trying to look for love? Ain't no love on here. Like, don't worry about what everybody else doing. It's you plenty of price, it's of plenty of dick. It's plenty of ass, and it's plenty of mouth or whatever the fuck you know. Whatever your thing is, if you whatever it is, it's plenty of it on here. So you don't need to sit here and be so upset that yeah. some people. But I think it's just a I think it's a thing that people honestly, I feel like the guys that do that have been rejected by somebody that they wanted to fuck mm-hmm. and they get mad. And they're like, well, why are you on here then if you're not here to fuck? And it's like, because I want to be because this is my iOS device or Android. Well, for me, iOS. Right. This is my device. I the account that I use to download this app is under my name. Which means I get to log in. I mm-hmm. accepted the terms and conditions for me. Not right. you didn't do it for me. So again, you don't get to dictate how other people choose to use the app. Calm down. It's not that serious. Um, the last question I have is, and we can wrap this up and get out of here because we are oof, an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Um so, and this is probably a moot point for both of us, but I figured to ask it anyway. <laughs> Which app do you prefer, if any, and what improvements do you think could be made to it? <laughs> so if you had your, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I thought it would be funny to see what you what your response would be, though. I think. I mean, if we're specifically talking about these types of apps. Yes. If I had one. I would probably say Jax makes makes the most sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think they could. I think honestly, them improving their user interface would maybe. I think if they if they improve their their user interface and just kind of the community based 
aspects of that of that platform, it would be a lot easier to use. Um, I um, not necessarily easier from just like a pressing button standpoint, but just like dealing yeah, with those types but of just easier to navigate, right? And kind of, I would just isolate the people who just who don't have int- the same interest as me. I think if they exactly. put, if they put a more if they put more work into that into that the matching platform type of thing, I think that would make it a more appealing app I, because I currently do not use it um, for those for those and many other reasons. Right. Uh, I agree. I think I think Jack is probably my preferred out of all of them, um, just because. I think it's a I think it's a good as far as the crowd, I think it's a good mixture of what you get on Growler and Grinder and A for A all in one. Because you know, those are those all tend to be I mean A for A is some of everything, but I don't know what A for A has ads and pros and parties. It's a lot going on over there. Um and then you know, Grinder seems to be a little bit more nuanced and then growler obviously it's its own thing exactly. so jacked is is a good place i feel like you can get some of everything but number one for as far as improvements the spam needs to stop like i don't know how but these motherfuckers getting on here that talking about you want to make some money that shit needs to stop um and exactly then i what i'm talking about like and then i agree with the having some you know just a little a few more things in the about you section to make it easier to kind of filter out what you want and what like you know i mean and it could be like we just said it could be something as simple as like a for a has you know are you online looking online not looking like you know if i can put i'm not looking for sex and take me out of anybody's anybody's uh their their vision that is looking for sex. Like let's right. like let's not even. We need to be two ships sailing by each other in the night. We need we need not to be connecting because we're not looking for the same thing. And I don't think that that would be too difficult to do. But you know, like it's I said, not we know d- that difficult to do because it other other platforms and other apps have it. Like I, I'm kind of partial to OK Cupid, but I mean even. Girl. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't know if I've ever. I think I downloaded it, but then they they were asking a lot of questions, and you know, I don't like to be asked a lot of questions, so I deleted it. And I tried plenty of fish, but you know what? We'll say plenty of fish for another day. Yeah, these I don't really the, have a story. The so other much, echelons but, of of whew, the ones that are not necessarily gay oriented, yeah, um, specifically, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, with that, but, you know, with Jack, I know that they recently put something out that, you know, they realize that, you know, they've kind of fallen off and they need to get it together. So shout out to them for at least acknowledging it oh, and hope, hopefully they they pull it together and, you know, we, and make it a better um, a better platform to use. And also shout out to them. Uh, I think we talked about this before we started recording, but uh, shout out to Jack for that initiative that they did, you know, about, you know, not being a complete piece of shit while you're on there, not being unnecessarily mean and rude. I think what they call it is don't be a jackhole. Yeah. So shout out for them for trying to, and and any other apps that have done it too, for trying to foster a culture that's not so, what's the word? That's not so, ugh, bitch, what the fuck? 
Like, yeah. you know, that's just a better, more accepting, and it's not, it, you don't log on well, and feel treat immediately. Basically, let's treat people like human beings and right. get off your damn self. Because it's, exactly. Because it's, it's, dis, it's disheartening to already be part of a, a somewhat still ostracized group and then you get online and try to connect with some guys like you and then you get from in from the exactly you know so shout out to them and and i hope that they do something like that again i hope that you know more guys will will take note and be like you know just calm down it's not that serious you don't need to get on there and just be doing the most i hope y'all put Um, this much effort into your job or i mean anything life you know, something. your family, your friends, something. Because anyway, again, so uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. We'll, pr- I will probably do another episode like that, and maybe Naj, you'll be on. You can be on there again. But you know, we have some other things. Needless to say, you know, aside from the uh, monthly music uh, sound of the stories update, you know, you guys will definitely see Naj again on the show. I always uh, have something to talk about. Always. <laughs> we always have a lot to talk about. Um, and also, you guys, make sure you check out the latest Gay Side Short Story. should be up by the time this is up. Um, Nosh, tell the people where they can find you if you want to. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, my... I mean, you may not want to be. You may want to be like, bitch, leave me alone. Oh, no, not at all. Um, just because I, I love to hear people's feedback on the music. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I love discussing, you know, just new music and everything. So um, my my Twitter name is in the description. I mean, sorry, in the title. And you can definitely tweet me there. You can find find every other method of social media that I participate in from there. Uh, yep. Mostly my Tumblr, which is the thechartreusedisaster.tumblr.com. And then Instagram where a lot of my photography projects are um, chartreuse disaster on that's my Instagram username. So um, definitely let me know uh, what you're thinking about these, about these selections for the playlist, because that'll help me continuously add. So, um, so that I can make it something that everybody will enjoy. Um, and it's not going to be just like we throw a few songs on the playlist and leave it alone. I definitely will constantly update um, on at least a weekly basis the the playlist so that we all have, you know, so we have something new to listen to. Because I'm always looking for a playlist when I'm I'm driving either to work or from work or if I'm at work and I need something from cleaning up. Um, I have tons of playlists. And maybe later I can share with you guys some of my some of my theme playlists because I have a playlist that I'm working on currently for um, for Sunday mornings when I go to the beach during the summertime. And I'm on a beach playlist. I have a driving playlist that kind of calms my nerves, especially if you have to deal with New York City traffic on a daily basis. That must be the Auntie Jams playlist that we were listening to. Uh, yeah, see, you know, that was my <laughs> that was my whole library, but you didn't have to go there on me. Oopsie. Um, but so actually, sorry. you know what? I'm going to stand in my auntieism and be proud yes. because I stand totally admit um, I throughout this episode, I was definitely drinking Ciroc Peach. And I feel like that is, <laughs> a, that is a pinnacle 
in auntie alcohol. Yes. So reach full auntie status. Yes. So and I I'm going to actually stand up in my auntieism and be proud of it. And I feel like if you are a fellow auntie sir like me, <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> Sir <embrace>. Auntie. <laughs> yes. Um, oh no. But yeah, definitely reach out to me, tweet me. Um I haven't been tweeting a lot because I work two jobs and they have both been keeping me completely busy, but um, I I would love to hear from you. Awesome. And uh, all of that stuff will be on the site. Uh, I have a page for guests, so I'll make sure I add all of that stuff so you can easily find him. Um, you guys know where to find me and this show. Uh, thanks for listening. You know, you guys remember to share this with your friends, your family, coworkers, and whoever else. And as always, make sure you protect your walls or they will what? Crumble. Oh, so you know what? All right. Just- <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>